Hey, welcome to the podcast. I'm so excited to get started. But before we do, I want to make sure you know about something incredible about to happen, which is Sales Girl Summit. This is our very first conference. It's happening on June 12th through the 14th. Now, we've done plenty of in-person like trainings and workshops and kind of larger scale events, but this right here, my loves, this is our conference. And I'm so excited to announce some next level speakers. We're going to announce that in just a couple of weeks. But you know, being a sales girl, it has nothing to do with the item that you sell, the service that you sell, the product that you sell, the off it has nothing to do with that. It has everything to do with being the girl that people want to buy from, that people want to say yes to before they even know the offer. It's about being the girl that is completely like world-class and has complete ownership over her industry because of how much command she has over her message. I'll tell you what, I'm starting to believe it's not even the person who is really the best at what they do, but it's the person that's best at communicating at what they do, who ends up winning and who ends up being known as the girl to go to for blank, fill in the blank for whatever you do. And, you know, our mission is to really create world-class sales girls that can walk into a room and have in, insane command over their message, over their beliefs, and just be so irresistibly charismatic that people um, are just so drawn to them. And if that sounds like something you desire to become, the Sales Girl Summit is for you. So June 12th through the 14th at the Face Center, I've got a sneaky little hunch that once we announce our speakers, the event is going to sell much quicker um, than what most people are probably anticipating. So um, I cannot recommend enough for you to grab your tickets. I've, I've heard a few people saying that they're going to get their Airbnbs with all their sales girlfriends. And I think that is so incredibly fun, um, but they don't have their tickets yet. So I cannot recommend, like I said, enough to grab your seat. Um, hopefully there's some platinum seats left. There will probably be some VIP and then definitely, definitely general admission. Uh, so we'll link it all in the show notes below. And I cannot wait to see you there. We're going to have so much fun and do our sales girl thing. We have so many surprises for you. Ah! All right, let's go. I'll see you there in June. Enjoy the show. Hello. Welcome back to the Guide Culture. I'm Kat, one of your master trainers and co-CEO of Guide Culture, where you learn how to master sales skills and use them in every part of your life because we believe sales skills are life skills. Amen. And we actually got a question recently. And this question was, how do I shake up my business if I've only made two sales? It's a really good question. And what she meant by that, I got some clarity. She said, you know, everyone tells you that you can just start a business online, package it into a course, and then sell it because you have access to Instagram and the internet. But how can you really be different? Like shake things up literally is what she meant. How can I stand out, get out there, be in in-person events, talk to people, and do the thing that I want to do, even though I haven't really started yet with only two sales. So that's what we're going to talk today. And I want to put this into the context of, you know, when you hear real estate agents or advisors talk about the best way to go about deciding how to buy a home, they say there are three things you should do. Focus on location, location, location. And to answer her question, how do I shake up my business if I only have two sales, I would give my variation of this, which is 
sell, sell, sell. You shake up your business by selling. Now, what most people probably think when they hear this is, well, like I need to do something in order to sell. And so we're going to address this because selling, it actually has three definitions and these will all sound familiar to you since you have been probably been in the world and purchased things. One, a sale is when you exchange a product for a good, right? Two, when a, there's a price drop and something goes on sale, okay? And then the third definition is actually what we're going to focus on most, and that is the action of selling something. So the actual action of doing it is the, is the thing that helps you shake things up, okay? Selling as an action, not as a result of focusing on what seems like everything else in business. Because you may be wondering, well, Kat, I hear you and I think that would be great to focus on selling, but isn't there more? Isn't there hiring a team? Isn't there marketing? Isn't there content creation, right? There's all these things that are kind of competing for attention. And that is a completely valid point. And I think something that, you know, you absolutely can focus on those things in your business. So let me explain what I mean by focusing on sell, 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 and how they can actually be the very thing that allow you to have fun marketing, allow you to like bring on a great team and all these things. So I want to say first, selling your product or your service, whatever. I'm just going to use the phrase product so that you know it's like the thing that you sell. Selling your product actually gets you fired up, okay? Selling your product gets you fired up. Now, you may have heard a phrase similar to this that, you know, what got you here won't get you there. Well, in the case of starting a business, what the energy that gets you started is not the energy that keeps you going. It is a different level of motivation, of discipline when you have stayed in the game, even for, gosh, as little as, you know, a few weeks or a few months, there just takes a new level of, of discipline and digging in a little bit deeper in order to stay fired up because anyone can start a business. I mean, it's never been easier to start a business. How can you stay in business and keep things shaken up? So, you know, it's very easy to be excited and hopeful in the beginning, but what happens when it fizzles? I mean, most people, if you, if we're honest, most people blame their discouragement on other people. Like, well, they're not buying, so I'm not excited anymore. Now, maybe they would not say it in those words, but I think we can all agree that there's some level of, you know, it feels easier to put that feeling on other people. So you might say, you know, they're not buying, they aren't vibing. Um, and then that results on you not feeling it anymore. So how do you stay fired up? Okay. That's what we're focusing on here. Selling helps you stay fired up. Now I want you to picture a campfire. Okay. You know, in order to have a good campfire, you have to keep putting wood on it. It's like a full-time job. Okay. To keep, if you've ever seen one of those shows on gosh, like discovery channel or something where like naked and afraid. Someone has to stay up all night putting wood on the fire. Okay. It is a full-time job. It's a full-time job. So when you have a campfire, wood has to keep getting thrown on it. And it is the exact same thing with your belief and your motivation to keep that fire burning. And when you, every time you sell your product, I'm talking direct, passionate, 
on fire type selling. That is what it means to add wood onto your fire. And we're going to get to why this really matters and what this is really going to do for you um, in a minute. But for now, I just wanted to tell you, like getting fired up, it honestly starts with getting freaking pumped about your product. Like you probably, whether you are a copywriter, you have a network marketing product, you um, are a real estate agent. I mean, there's obviously unlimited amount of things that you could be selling, but no matter what you're selling, there's a chance that when you first started, you were so excited because it was like new and the possibilities were endless and yada, yada, yada. You learned, you learned as much as you could. And then maybe, you know, it kind of fizzled out. I want to encourage you just like in a marriage where you have to keep digging in, keep finding out more about each other, right? You like re-fall in love with your product and get re-passionate about it. And often that comes through your product knowledge. Do some research, find out like what does your product even do? What does it do for people? Why do people benefit when they buy this thing? And what's easy to do is to take this for granted. Like, oh, I know, I know. Like when people buy a home, they make memories, blah, blah, blah. I want you to honestly zoom out and have a childlike thinking when it comes to your product. I want you to think about it in a way that's just like, instead of thinking, oh, I was in love with it and now it's just common, re-fall in love with it. Find new things, new facets of, you know, your industry. Like, for example, if you're in network marketing and, you know, you've been selling hair care for a while, well, okay, you could say, well, yeah, I mean, it boosts your collagen and it makes your hair stronger and shinier and maybe people aren't vibing with it. Well, I guarantee you there's people out there who want strong, shiny hair. So what's the problem? Is it the product or is it you being fired up about it? So what I would encourage you to do is honestly, go do a little bit of research about what happens when someone is confident in their hair. Not just that they can have better hair, but what does that do for them? Like, what is that layer deeper? This is what's gonna honestly get you passionate and it's going to be contagious to other people, which we'll talk about in a second. But what this looks like, if you think back to our campfire metaphor, when you put wood on a fire, you know, oftentimes that wood, it's like dirty, you know, and it's just part of just like you get wood on your clothes and there's dirt everywhere. I want you to think about that when you're researching, like get your hands dirty in the unknown in the gosh, just don't take for granted what you already know. Re like dig, 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 dig and think what is here that I've never seen before? How can I re fire myself up, resell myself on the fact that this is worth it because your ability to sell rises and falls on your ability to be sold yourself. And you cannot sell something if you're not sold yourself. This is a really big deal. And people get the most fired up and the most passionate when they are in a selling mode. Okay. When you recommit to selling, because if you've been neglecting your product, neglecting, getting excited about it, of course, you're going to resent it and be like not fired up and think that you just need to find a new product when in reality you can get fired up about the thing you committed to in the first place. So decide that you are going to stay at your fire and you're going to keep putting wood on it. And that is the very thing that's going to be like your, like the one thing that you do that you're proud of that people want to come to. It, it's kind of like that grass is greener the grass may not be pretty where you're at. The campfire may not be good where you're at right now, 
and you're looking over at other people. Oh, well, they must have a better product because their fire's bigger, or they must have a better product because their grass is greener. And you know, the rest of the saying, it's not that the grass is greener over there. It's that the people with the greener grass are taking care of their grass. They're watering their grass. So that's what this really comes down to. And that's the point I'm trying to make is get excited. Okay. Get enthusiastic, refall in love with your product so that people can feel that. And that's what we're going to talk about next. Okay. And if you want personalized coaching on this, you're like, man, I need to, I need to know how to dig up for the right information so that I can say it really, really well and communicate it to other people. That is what you learn in school of sales in your skills lab as well. So you actually learn how to do this in school of sales and you have your personalized coaching as a part of that program. Okay. Next, what happens when you build this fire? Okay. Selling, AKA putting that one on the fire, building your fire, making it the biggest, warmest, most vibrant fire ever. Selling actually makes you a company, a, a person that people want to work with. Okay. So think about the campfire. When you have a fire going, what happens? Well, naturally, obviously people around you can feel it. Like, Ooh, that's warm. That feels good. Like I love being around this fire. It's the same way when you are proud and confident and on fire, when you're selling, people want to be a part of that, right? You hear a lot of things about being attractive and magnetic and all this stuff. And while that's like, obviously, and what you hear about that is, Hey, just, you know, think positively, you know, get successful and people will want to be around you. Well, it has to start somewhere. When you do what we said in point one, which is get fired up, it makes you this kind of warm, inviting place for people to come to. They don't know exactly why you feel that way to them or why they're attracted to you because maybe they don't even need hair care. They don't even need to buy a home. They just like being in your presence, okay? Just like that campfire. And you know, it's cool the way that this works because you may be a one-man show. You may have just started, started your real estate agent business or you may have just started network marketing or whatever. You're a one-man show. No one's joined your team. You can still build a fire that people want to be around. And that, and it doesn't matter what results you have or haven't gotten, throw away all assumptions that people, oh, I need to be this huge success before people want to be around me and, and trust me. There is a little bit of truth to that. What's more important is that you become the person, the fire that people feel like, oh, I just want to be around that. And to prove that, I mean, think about it. You might have two campfires next to each other. One is One's okay. It's small. It's kind of warm, but it's just, it's just about to fizzle out basically. Then you have another one. It's roaring and people are laughing around it. They're making memories. They're just, looks like people are having the time of their life. What is the two, what is the biggest difference in those two situations? Like the root of the, of why the two situations are actually so different. It's the fire, right? Like people aren't really going to gather and make their best memories in the world around a like fizzling fire compared to a roaring fire. And you are the person that they can want to gather around when you stay fired up. And when you stay selling, this actually makes people want to be around you. And what's really cool is just like that intangible warmth that they will feel when you are proud and confident to sell. It's like contagious. Like when you are that warmth for people, they feel it 
and they want to transfer that to other people too. So selling actually does a massive service for you and the people around you. Um, and to kind of emphasize this and say another point is that selling forces you to be positive. And just like that fire makes you warm, that positivity, because you can't sell a negative thing, right? Like, so for example, I could say, this is a pen. And what this pen isn't going to do is it's not going to erase like a pencil. I mean, that's okay, but that's kind of negative because I'm telling you what it's not doing. I could say, hey, this is a pen. And what that's going to do is it's going to help you write down your memories permanently in your journal and you can go back to them and you can just remember how cool of a season this was when your baby was first born. Okay. That's the positivity of selling. Selling forces you to be positive in the best way. And people just like that contagious, warm spirit we're talking about, it actually makes people want to be around you. Okay. So selling keeps you fired up and it makes you someone people want to be around a company. People want to join. This magnetism is rooted in proud, confident selling. And you can be so excited about that because when you're ashamed to sell, that's like throwing a wet blanket on the fire. And we ain't about that around here at all. Okay. Last point. Now, this is really, I'm going to tell you two stories here. Selling makes you able to reinvest into things like marketing, into like cool branding and content creation strategies with clarity. So selling actually helps you be able to reinvest with clarity. So, so far we have said that selling helps you get fired up. Selling makes you people want to be around. And third, selling makes you able to reinvest with clarity. So, okay, recently my husband, he decided that he wants to start his own business. And so he is doing some research into how to start this business. And y'all, I would not believe, you would not believe what, it's like I'm looking at my customer's life through his eyes. And what I'm hearing in the YouTube videos and in the blogs that he's reading is saying things like, hey, what you want to think about is get your LLC. Obviously, like, get really, really good at marketing, get your licenses, all this stuff. Okay. And I'm telling you of all the things he has read to me and I've overheard, I mean, nothing has, has been communicated such as sell your product, make sure you have a product people want, make sure that you have something that you are good at selling, make sure that you are good at selling, regardless of if you're good at it yet. And it's just all these to do's and maybe you can relate to this. It's all these to do's and it's making me like wide eyed and just, I'm shocked. I'm just thinking, man, how easy is it to do all the to do's and not focus on the main thing, which is selling your product, the lifeblood of your business. And you may be thinking, okay, well, Kat, like marketing is how you get clients. Like you, you put out your marketing and people want to buy from you. They'll call you. And I get it. Like that is a valid point. And I'm sure that that can definitely happen. There's a place in the time for marketing. Now, here are a couple of things to consider if you felt like you're in the same place. One, when you spend all this time and effort and energy up front on things like, you know, branding a website, even just the basics, you know, it's about two to $5,000 at least, I'd say which isn't terrible for startup costs. I think most people would say that's pretty reasonable. Now, I do have an embarrassing story about this, okay? When I was coming out of school, I had just become a dietitian and I 
wanted to be on my own practice. I wanted to do my own thing. And I spent $1,000. I marched my Heine up to a marketing agency um, downtown in my city I lived in. And I paid $1,000 for a website, a logo, and you know, I had brand colors. And I thought that I was just a brilliant genius for being on my own and having brand colors. I even did a photo shoot for $300. And so I'm about, you know, anywhere from $1,300 to $2,000 deep into this situation. And guess what? I never got a single client because I didn't want to. I actually changed my mind. I ended up starting a network marketing business for about a thousand dollars. And in that also, and I, gosh, I poured so much time, energy, and money into this. I'm thinking that I needed to do all the to do's. I mean, I bought the books, listened to the podcast, all this stuff. I did everything I could. And so by now it was about three to four years into me trying to do business before I finally learned what is not taught in regular school, but is taught in sales school, which is sales skills, because that is the root to be in. And I'll tell you really quick within my network marketing business, I could kind of sell the product when the motivation roller coaster was high. Otherwise I felt like no one wanted to, you know, I, it was hard recruiting. It was hard having consistent sales, which is huge. Um, things weren't growing. They were just barely breaking the minimums. You know what I'm saying? So that was really hard, but it wasn't until sales school and learning sales skills that it really became just like what we talked about, fired up again after years of doing the same thing, finally fired up again, finally being the kind of person people wanted to be around that warm campfire. And it all starts with you. It all starts with you. It is so easy to get caught up in the to-dos, caught up in the checklist of business and avoid the very thing that is going to make you take off and honestly be someone that doesn't even burn out, right? I mean, that's so common is to get these fires burnt up just to burn down and burn out. And you can actually avoid that and avoid so much pain. But most importantly, stay fired up, stay the person that people want to buy from and that they actually admire and want to be like in business. That's what leadership is, right? So this is just an incredible lesson is to look at the to-do, say, you know what? I see you. But when it comes to my husband who wants to start his business and this is the advice he's getting, I'm telling him like, hey, let's do everything legally that you need to do now, but everything else we'll do it in a year. We'll do it in a year. No matter, because all that matters is that you have clients that you serve and that you have a proven system not, and by system, I mean like that you can sell consistently, right? That means that you have a sales system that's working and you are the wood on that fire. You are the fire that's burning and that's what keeps it going. When I said the, the thing about clarity, this is the whole point here is that, you know, you can't spend all that up front just to get clarity that pivots you in a whole different direction later. And pivoting is so normal. So the point here is, hey, if once you start selling, you can't pivot. No, 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 not at all. Selling is actually the foundation that makes your pivots like almost effortless. That makes them fun. That makes them exciting because you start to realize how interconnected things are. Um, that's, that's what's happening with my husband, especially. He's going from one job to starting his own thing and everything is connected. And when you're selling to people, well, a lot of people, they have their same desires in common. 
They want to be confident. They want to feel successful. They want to make memories. People are all really the same. So when you have selling as your foundation, you can do this really well. Now, regarding getting clarity, like let's say you invested all this time, energy, and money up front, only to realize about six months later, oh man, like I really would rather work with a higher level clientele. Mm. And I actually don't want to do all those services. I kind of want to do these services instead. Again, it's not a big deal. Pivoting is the name of the game. It's really about, hey, like be like the most efficient you can possibly be financially. Say lean at first, get your sales skills, master them over time, and then have fun with the marketing. Get the clarity you need first and then spend all that time, energy, and effort on the marketing, the branding, the photo shoots, right? Because there's going to be enough pivots in life as it is. You might as well, especially for someone like who put in this message, hey, I've got two sales in. Like, how do I shake it up? Shake it up by selling, getting clarity, and then doing the very best you can with the information you have after you know a handful of months. Because a lot of people think that clarity comes from like thinking and planning and just your desire to help people, right? Serve people. And honestly, the biggest thing I want you to take away from this point right now is that action is what breeds clarity. And there's no action in business. There's no action in business better than selling. Not a single thing will bring you more clarity than selling it and hearing what customers like, they don't like how, and selling actually gives you the ability to handle it and to explain your product. How does it work? How, you know, could your customer use it to its full potential? How do you keep your customer bought in, right? All these things bring you clarity so you can have fun with all those, you know, frills and bonuses later. And I mean, you might be wondering, okay, well, Kat, when can I move on to those other things? How long do I need to sell before I move on? And there is not a black and white answer for that. What I can tell you is that you're never going to stop selling. Whether you break six figures, seven figures, even eight figures, nine figures, it never stops because maybe you start by just proving your product, you know, till you hit six figures and say, like, ooh, proven product. Let me get some clarity, see what works, whatever. All of a sudden you're at this $500,000 mark and you're trying to break through there. Well, guess what? By then you probably have a team, a team that you want to keep motivated, a team that you want to also keep on fire and you're selling vision to them and you're adding teammates, right? Then you break to seven figures. Then all of a sudden you probably got to put some whole new systems in place, right? You got to delegate some, you got to get the right type of a help. Okay. And maybe you got to add a product and that's, you're always going to be selling is my point. And as over time, when you've been selling, you can reinvest into teammates into, uh, you know, upgraded branding and to coaching and things like that. That's the amazing thing about selling is that it affords you the ability to advance and to up level, right? That's just the really good news, but you just have the, honestly, the excitement and the confidence to know that you will always be selling. And that's a good thing, right? Cause just cause you hit six figures doesn't mean you stay at six figures. You have to do it again gotta hit seven figures, gotta do it again, okay? Whether it's a passive product or an active product, they're all actually active. Um, that's for another day. Um, but you can actually like create something that stays on fire, that doesn't dwindle because you are the person always adding wood to that fire, right? And like we said before, it keeps you fired up, keeps people wanting to be around you, and it gives you clarity for the future, 
So I hope this has been helpful. I hope that you know that when you have this, you are going to be just the one in the room, especially if you know, you're shaking things up by going to in-person events, you can be like a good communicator. The person that people are like, man, I don't know what she sells or if I need it, but I think I'm I think I want to find out, right? That's the really, really good news here. Um, so regardless of where you're at, whether you are at that two sales mark or you're trying to break into a new level uh, past you know, $500,000, wherever you're at, sales skills are for you and they can be just your greatest asset as you go through your business and your real life. Because like we said in the beginning, sales skills are life skills, friend. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you are, you know, on this journey and you feel like you resonated with something, I would love for you to subscribe to this channel. You are going to get constant, consistent sales, leadership, and motivation around these topics. And, um, we just love to have you back here next week. We will see you then.